Welcome to Living Life. How good are you in keeping your promises? I know we make promises all the time, but really, have we ever just thought about how, you know, how good we are in terms of actually keeping those promises? Well, God is a great promise keeper. He is the greatest promise keeper ever. And as we look through this passage, which is really based upon a psalm woven from other psalms, we'll see uh, Israel talked about in the context of how God kept his promises to them. And even to us who were outside of God's, of the original promise, but have been grafted in. So let's just take a look at the, uh, the passage and see how God uh, kept his promise to Israel. First Chronicles chapter 16, verses 7 through 22. That day, David first appointed Asaph and his associates to give praise to the Lord in this manner. Give praise to the Lord, proclaim His name, make known among the nations what He has done. Sing to Him, sing praise to Him, tell of all His wonderful acts. Glory in His holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord and His strength. Seek His face always. Remember the wonders He has done, His miracles, and the judgments He pronounced. You, His servants, the descendants of Israel, His chosen ones, the children of Jacob. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He remembers His covenant forever, the promise He made for a thousand generations, the covenant He made with Abraham, the oath He swore to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob as a decree, to Israel as an everlasting covenant. To you I will give the land of Canaan as a portion you will inherit." When they were but few in number, few indeed, and strangers in it, they wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another. He allowed no one to oppress them. For their sake he rebuked kings. Do not touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. Welcome back to Living Life. As I referenced before, how good are you in keeping your promises? In this passage, it's amazing. We just look at this passage because we see how God kept his promises, not just for a day or two or a month or a year, but God kept his promises over the generations uh, so that his word would be fulfilled and his word would be true. The Bible says, uh, let God be true and every man a liar because God's word must come true because that's connected and that's part of who he is in his character. So in this passage, really interesting, this is actually a, uh, even though it's chronicles, it's a psalm that's woven in from other psalms. This is a, there are a myriad of other psalms that just comprised it, that comprised this particular uh, psalm. And the, and the psalm really goes into it and talks about uh, having praise for the fact that the ark was successfully brought back 
uh, to Jerusalem. Uh, the Ark of God, which is the which is the presence of God, is back in Jerusalem. That is a something to be praised about. The city of God, the Zion um, of God, is the Ark is back. God's presence is where it should be in that in Jerusalem. Um, and as we look through this passage, not only is that a reason for praise, but it talks about we should seek the strength of the Lord in this particular passage, not just for one day or two days, but continually seek God's strength for the joy of the Lord is our strength. God gives us that joy in knowing who we are in him is our strength and it's continual strength for every single day. And then we, and then when specifically when we, uh, in this passage, when it refers, it begins to refer to Israel, it talks about the miracles and the wonders that God did for Israel, like the potting of the Red Sea and the Jordan River standing up uh, before uh, the people as they crossed over. These are just some of the miracles and the wonders that God did to uh, fulfill his promise to Israel. And because Israel was a light to the world, then that means the promises of Israel and the fulfillment of God, uh, God, what God was doing in Israel actually became a blessing and we received the benefit of that. Now the passage continues to go and it's, it says, remember his past promises made in his covenant forever. God has has a, not just a earthly covenant, God has an eternal covenant with not only Israel, but for all people God has a covenant with. He made that covenant originally through the patriarchs with Abraham in Genesis 15. He made that covenant and he swore by himself because there was no one greater for him to swear by when he made that original covenant. That covenant continued through Isaac and then through Jacob as well. God confirmed his covenant with Isaac and, and, he, and he actually began to put it in effect through Jacob. When Jacob passed, uh, left uh, his, the land uh, Canaan, which were about 70 people in the family, and went uh, into Egypt. Now, we all kind of know the story of Egypt with Moses came and became the deliverer. But the amazing thing about the covenant with, uh, as God kept through uh, Egypt is that the, that seven group of 70 that went into Egypt became probably about two million strong, uh, about 600,000 men. So if you, uh, in those days, you would count the men. So if you count the men and you also count, uh, assume the fact of a, a woman and ch at least one child, there were probably about two million Israelites that actually left Egypt and went, uh, went out to, uh, to Sinai and ultimately to Canaan to worship God. Now, why is that important? Because what we see in the wanderings of the Israelites is God keeping his covenant. What we see as they went from nation to nation and past different nations, we see God keeping his covenant to Israel. But we also see that God protected his people throughout those wanderings and throughout that time so that they were not uh, oppressed uh, uh, fully and that they, were not, that they were not going against from a military standpoint. God was protecting his people because the greatest military commander the world has ever known was leading uh, the Israelites, and that was God himself leading the Israelites. Uh, he would lead them uh, at nighttime with the fire and during the day, the cloud. And, and as the cloud moves, they would move. And at night when the fire, and they saw the fire, they would respond and move with respect to the fire. So we know that God was leading his 
people. And he was keeping his anointed ones uh, from those who would harm them. As a matter of fact, the scripture says, do not touch my anointed, do my prophets no harm. And that's the same thing that God does for us. God protects us. God keeps us uh, in this world uh, where no one can do us harm uh, except that God would test us. So anything must pass through his hands. It must pass through him that is done to us. We have an example of that with Job. When Job, when the, when the Satan went with the angels before God, Satan wanted to uh, harm Job, but God did not allow uh, Satan to harm Job, only to the extent that God allowed it for testing, uh, for testing Job, but Satan could do no more. And the same thing with us is that no one can harm us, no one has permission to touch us, but for God passing it through God and God testing us in some way. So that's good to know when we, when we think sometimes that, uh, things in this world and we're coming and we're being attacked by the enemy. The enemy cannot do anything to us that God does not allow for our testing. We may have troubles in this life. We may be tested in this life. Things may happen to us in this life that we feel are completely unexpected. But one thing we can be assured of is that God's promise to you, that his covenant to you, his eternal promise to you of eternal life will come to pass. And not only that, has already come to pass. You are living eternally right now. Does God keep his promises? Yes. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you right now for who you are and for what you've done and what you do in our lives. And we thank you, Lord, that you keep your promises, even though the circumstances look like sometimes that you have failed in your promises. But God, you can never fail. You always, always carry through on your promises. For you are faithful, Lord. We bless you, we praise you, we glorify you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a